0: Dr. Edith Davis, and welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me on ninety-four point one FM Wave ninety-four. Spiritual believers and listeners, this is again, once again, a new year, twenty twenty, and yes, I still say that it's going to be some awesome things, some good things that are going to happen to us in twenty twenty. But there is nothing that has good that doesn't have some adversity in it, and of course. The coronavirus has had um, some adverse effects on on many of us on throughout the world. But it also has made us realize what is really what important? Relationships. More important than power, more important than money, right? It's about your relationship, relationship with yourself. Relationship with your with God, in my case, my Lord and Savior is Christ Jesus. My God is Abba Father Yuhei Vahe. My my God is also Lord God Ruha Kadash, Lord God Holy Spirit, and also it it about relationships with if you have a spouse you're, when you're married, or your relationship with your family and your your friends, your relationship with your coworkers on your job, relationship with your siblings, brothers, and sisters, and Mother and fathers and aunts and uncles and cousins and grandparents. Your relationships. I have some friends that actually have great, that are great grandparents, which is pretty awesome. And they're still young and vibrant. It's all about your relationship, even your relationship with your enemies. This is all very, very, very important. What is the word today? The Holy Spirit has It's been a mixture. He's been talking to me about. Count it all joy. I'm saying, Lord, count this all joy. Yes, he's saying, count it all joy. Joy is a choice. Joy is a decision. Joy trumps happiness. Happiness is happenstance. Happiness is based on circumstances. No, joy supersedes the circumstances. You walk in joy and it's a supernatural, supernatural fruit of the spirit. So when you have joy, you are tapping into a whole nother dimension of life. And who said counted all joy in these trying times? Well, Christ Jesus said it himself. I mean, hours before he was about to be to go through the most grueling, unbelievable um, um, torture um, and eventually culminating with the crucifixion on the cross. He told his disciples to count this all joy. And guess what? Joy is such a supernatural fruit of the spirit that while he was in on in the physical realm in pain and agony, he tapped into joy via the Holy Spirit. And he saw you and he saw me and he saw our families and our friends. And he was in joy because he was dying for everyone's sin. In his body, he took every sickness, every disease. He conquered every virus, including the coronavirus. There's nothing that can escape the blood of Jesus. The issue is, can you receive it? So the Lord has been talking to me about joy. And I've been also dealing with finances and the importance of finances and all of these things. And. So I'm just like found out God gave me a revelation that the joy of the Lord maketh you rich. That is one of the secret keys to financial um receiving financial blessings is to have a joyous spirit. There's um a general in the kingdom of God named Jesse DePlantis, and he operates in the in the fruit of joy, he is a gregarious, very joyous, very upbeat person, and he is very, very wealthy because God sends money to him, which he inven- inventions um, always puts him in a position to um, have um, opportunities, you know, and he. Is basically a very very wealthy man, and and he uses his wealth for the kingdom of God. So, God just gave me an insight about the Barak. The blessing of the Lord maketh me rich, enriches me, makes me wealthy. And Daddy God, you hevahy, adds no toil, no sorrow to the Barak. Uh, The Barak is powerful It is the blessing of the Lord And it is activated by faith And guess what The fruit of the spirit of joy Causes those things The good and perfect gifts of God To come towards you Um, I was a very very wise man um, Taught me something And then I heard A.R. Bernard Kind of um, say it in another way But the powerful thing is is what A.R. Bernard said was, why chase after things that will come directly to you, will be attracted to you once you become the person that you need to be? Listen once again, why chase after power? Why chase after fame? Why chase after um, riches and wealth? Why chase after men? Why chase after women? Why? When you, all you have to do is get in the word of God. Let that word of God transform your mind, giving you the mind of Christ. Let that word of God transform your mind. Let the blood of Jesus purify your emotions. Let your will become the will of the father and the will of the son And the will of the Holy Spirit. And guess what? Everything that your heart's desire will come to you. I look at what a perfect example of Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus, the Son of God, who was born of the Virgin Mary, whose stepfather was Joseph, which was a, he was a great man, a great man raising another person's child. Oh, awesome man. And so, um, and Jesus was just a baby and eventually a toddler. But during that season, men were traveling. Magi were traveling from the east, probably had studied under Daniel. So they knew about the star. They knew about the coming of the Messiah. And these men traveled with a lot of people don't realize this. They had a little army with them. They had they had um, trunks and trunks and trunks of gold, trunks and trunks and trunks of silver, trunks and trunks and trunks of, of frankincense and myrrh. They brought these gifts to the new king, to the Messiah, Christ Jesus, King of the what? Jews, So they were this, these, everything that Jesus needed to escape Herod and, and the uh, massacre of the killing of the babies in Bethlehem and were, was given to Joseph and Mary to, so that they could go flee to Egypt until the death of Herod. Same thing with David. David was a man after God's own heart. And he, David was not perfect, just like we're not perfect. But God recognized that he truly loved him. And why do we say David was a man after God's own heart? Because G- David had always had his mind on the Ark of the Covenant. He always had the mind on this Ark of the Covenant, which represented Christ Jesus. And he always wanted that Ark of the Covenant to be in the city of Jerusalem. And his whole Life was, was focused on getting the ark, building a temple, and placing that ark in a gorgeous temple of God. And because his heart, because his heart was that way, he was transformed. Eventually, he went through some things. He made some mistakes, just like we all do. But he was transformed into a mighty man of God, and he will co-reign with Christ Jesus When Jesus comes back, did you know that King David is going to reign with Christ Jesus as his vice president? Yes. Yes. And guess what? David was a wealthy man at the end of his life, and he gave all his wealth to the building of God's temple. He gave that assignment to King Solomon. And but once again, it proves the principle that he became the man of God that God wanted him to be. And guess what? All his heart's desires came to him. Right. So you if you will let the word of God transform you, clean up your heart, you will have your heart's desire. Matter of fact, you'll have a dream life, a life He will, God has plans for you that go beyond your imagination. If you can imagine it, God can do it. So, unless it violates his nature, and his nature is a nature of love. His nature is a nature of justice and righteousness. So, It has to be in alignment with his nature, but there's nothing impossible for our God to do. And therefore he's going to go beyond your imagination. I look at a lot of generals in the kingdom of God and I look at their lives and they they all say the same thing. I could have never imagined when I said yes to God and surrendered my life to God, that this was what he was going to do with it. Most people are afraid he's going to send them off into the jungles of Africa or somewhere else. But, if he does, that's going to be one of your heart's desires. He's not going to do anything against your heart's desires. Oh, caveat. When you sell out to God, your heart and God's heart become one. So your desires are the same as God's desires. Okay. So, so I'm, as I, um, go, um, do my online classes now, um, as I move forward, um, doing the things of God and, and, and learning and trying to, help my students um, to be a success. I um, am weathering this crisis like everyone else. I have an elderly mother that is fabulous. She is not elderly at all. She as me or stronger, I think. And um, I have a 20-year-old son who's in Lively Technical College. And I have my daughter, Jordan Erin Davis, who is about to graduate from the IB program. And... It is going to be, um, you know, it's going to be um, awesome. But I've had my challenges just like everybody else, trying to do my best, um, trying to do my best on my job at Florida A&M and trying to do my best for my my students, trying to do my best for my children and my mother. And so it I have my challenges, but God has been communicating to me the Holy Spirit has been talking to me about counted all joy and and recognize that joy is a choice and now people are saying happiness is a choice but happiness is based on circumstances and we sometimes have no choice about our what our what our circumstances so because unfortunately, unfortunately, when people sin, un- sometimes it impacts you, or when people make bad choices, un- sometimes it what impacts you. So um, we live in a, a a society where we impact one another, and so joy is a choice, and we need to choose joy. Every time and counted on joy. Does it mean that we're not, um, concerned? It's not that we're not concerned. It's what we need to do. We, we don't need to be anxious. We know we don't need to be operating in a spirit of fear. The Holy, the Holy Spirit has been showing me because when this coronavirus broke out, I was looking in the supernatural. I was looking in the spiritual realm. I wanted to know what was the real deal. What was really going on here? And I got my answer. Um, you know Satan as always is after the church this is all about the church he will destroy Wall Street to get the church he will destroy every every non-believing man woman and child on this planet to get the church and one of the things that the power of the church is the believers coming together in communion as one assembling as one as to one another and Easter Sunday Is the biggest day of the year for every Christian church in the world. Easter Sunday is Resurrection Sunday, this Sunday, where we celebrate our Lord and Savior defeating death and the grave and rising again. If it wasn't for the Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, there would be no Christianity. It's the one day of the year that almost everybody goes to church that is what he's after that is what this this is all about and just as quickly as the virus came god the father just like he sent the the fire the lightning to hit the altar of elijah he's going to send the fire the lightning to hit this virus we need to be focused we need to be focused on the things of god the other um interesting thing that um god has been kind of talking to me about is rubber band faith. I got that from um basically one another general in the kingdom of God, Jensen, pastor Jensen. And basically he is stretching us and faith needs to be stretched. You have to go beyond what you have to go beyond your, what yourself, correct? So we need to basically understand and recognize and know that, it's time for us to stretch. It's time for us to get out of our comfort zones and um, do the things that we need to do. So we um, are, Holy Spirit has been kind of laying out to me that after this virus thing, epidemic, this pandemic is over, things are going to change. There's going to be a shift in the United States of America. There's going to be a shift all over the world things are going to change. One of the interesting things um, that I'm hearing from my students is that now how they really value being in the classroom. You know, um, there's been um, great debate and um, uh, basically for us to go online and we no longer need the brick and mortar. We no longer need um, uh, we no longer need the brick and mortar. We no longer need these things. So that's, and what students are finding out is there is value to having cl- classes in, in a physical building and having a physical teacher um, standing before them, giving them knowledge. And so it's making people appreciate the things that they had that they've taken for granted. That's the other, um, great thing about this, um, this, this, um, position that we are now in on planet Earth. So the Lord has been really, um, ministering to me and sharing with me and, um, teaching me that it's bigger than even me, of course. And I have tried to learn as much as I can. I have tried to make sure that I am on task and being or doing my father's business. But the other interesting thing that God has been sharing with me is the principle of soaking. The principle of soaking the when many of us, men and women, but especially some women are soakers. I'm a soaker. I love getting in the tub with my cowgon bath powder and just soaking and soaking and just soaking away. And it's just does something about the changes me, but I also soak in the spiritual realm because I'm a worshiper and it's time for me to get back to what, Soaking is all about. Soaking is basically, we know that we have the, we go through the process of cleansing. We go through the process of entering the gates with thanksgiving, entering God's courts with praise, and then entering the holies of holy, the most sacred or sacred spaces with worship, which basically worship means to kiss, to kiss God. Okay. So worship is Intimacy. And intimacy on the physical level, such as in a marriage or between a husband and wife, intercourse, right? So yada as they say in um, the Hebrew. So we have intimacy and you can only get that in worship and also in soaking. And soaking is just relaxing with some godly music, um, Christian music, something that elevates you and stirs you and has you focus on Christ. Jesus has you focusing on daddy. God, you have hey, hey Lord God, Christ Jesus, um, Lord God, Holy spirit. So you're just soaking and you just soak there. And some phenomenal things have been happening to people who soak in the presence of God. It is a very intimate time. And it's a time of deliverance for many people because Everybody on planet Earth has a wounded soul. Yes, we are a tripart being. We have a body. We have a soul which makes up our mind, our will and our emotions. And we have our spirit. And if we're born again, our spirit is perfect. It is the spirit of Christ Jesus. And we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. And so our spirit is perfect. The issue is our soul. And living on this earth, being born on this earth, you cannot escape being wounded, wounded by wounding yourself with your poor choices, wounding from people that you love and trust, being betrayed by people that you love and trust, being betrayed. uh, You're going to get wounded. And the problem with that is, is that a wounded soul who can bear and also wounded souls make it hard for the spirit to penetrate the soul to get to the body to heal it because all our healing everything we need even the healing of this coronavirus hey it's in our spirit but it, it it's got to get past the soul the soul realm and so one of the issues um, with the um soul realm is is that we have to get healed and soaking is a way to be healed. You know, I have people that I love dearly that are very, very, very close to me and they are just locked in time um, when it comes to some awful, awful things that have happened to them in life. And I am doing my best to not do that, even though I do have some awful things that have happened to me in life as well. But I want, to to have the good life I want to have I need to watch that Like I said, I have people in my life That are very um, important to me And I've seen their lives And uh, they go to the twilight of their lives And I see that their souls are so torn up Their souls are so wounded They have been hurt by individuals and people throughout their lives and they kind of get like into a time lock and they re, they reiterate and they regurgitate and they rehearse over and over again the awful things that happen to them and that actually wounds your soul even more and so when you and the problem with a wounded soul is that the perfect spirit that has the healing to heal you from the coronavirus, can't get past your wounded soul. So it is very important that we soak. It is very important that we soak and that we um, let, let the Holy Spirit, let Lord God Christ Jesus, let God, daddy God, you, hey, bye, heal, deliver us, heal the holes in our spirit so that we can be used by the Father in a powerful, what, way. So we need to understand that this is a time when we need to tap into everything that the Holy Spirit, that Christ Jesus, the daddy God, our father, you has taught us to walk in, to walk, to be not offended, to be um, um, not uh, in trespasses. I heard an awful thing. I heard that. Um, a Chinese mother and son, child, were stabbed. I pray that they weren't stabbed to death. But they were stabbed because of, you know, basically this corona epicenter, this virus supposedly occurred in um, China. Um, but believe it or not, the Chinese government did notify the World Health Organization about this epidemic, about what was happening even before the Chinese people knew what was happening. So we need to understand that we cannot, you know, attack innocent people of some ethnicity because they think that they're the cause of this problem. You know, the virus is, is a microorganism and you cannot, um, it can, it can inhabit plants, animals, and people. And so that's not the right thing to do. So we need to come together and, um, love one another and help one another and understand God is our source and he's our only source and that he, he can take care of this. Now, a lot of people say, well, why did God let this coronavirus happen? God had nothing to do with the coronavirus. This was our choice. This came from our choices, our decision. We have authority right on this earth. We have authority on this earth. Now, we can go to him and say, Daddy, (laughs) like a child, can you please fix our boo-boo? And yes, he can. Yes, he can. That's why it's very important that as believers, he says it clearly in his word. If my people will cry out to me to heal their land, he will heal it. You don't, non-believers, you don't have, you don't have that option. Believers, that's why the church is so critical to the world. The church is the critical lifeline to this world. We as a church can go to the creator of this universe, to the, to the God, the Father and God, the Holy Spirit and ask them, to shut this down in the name of Jesus. We shouldn't be operating in the spirit of fear. The world needs us. This is the very important thing that I have really gained out of this. So I need to be of good cheer. I need to I when when I get hit by the enemy, I need to immediately go into praise. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what I feel like. My feelings don't run me. I run me. And I am, I am a child of the King. I am a child of God. I belong to Christ Jesus. I'm his bride. And that's what's going to run me. My spirit is going to run me. Not my what? My soul. Not my, my flimsy intellect. Right? And now if I got the mind of Christ, then I got a serious intellect. Guess what? With the mind of Christ, I have access to the knowledge of all truth. Right? So I'm not going to let my emotions run me. I'm not going to let my personal will run me. I'm not going to let my mind, which is dark and has dark knowledge in it until it's renewed, run me. I'm going to let the spirit of God run me. So and then if I do that, I'm going to tap into what? The fruit of the spirit of joy. And guess what? When I tap into the fruit Of the spirit of joy. Then there's nothing impossible for me. All things are possible for me. It's been just interesting as I walk through this journey in 2020. And I recognize and I realize that there is something great in store for me and you this year. There are doors that are opening up this what? Year. Spiritual believers and listeners, we need to understand that we have to what, tap into the joy of the Lord, that we don't have a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. We need to recognize that our emotions are not running this ship, that we are letting the spirit, our spirit, the spirit of God run us, that we walk in forgiveness, that we walk in not being offended. That we, we need to understand We need to start soaking We need to start relaxing And seeking intimacy Intimacy with God Yes, He loves our works But what He loves more Is us as individuals God wants a personal Relationship with each And every one of us And guess what? Guess what this outbreak did? It brought people home It brought people back in the same house now people are interfacing with you one another. Now you have time to read and to soak and to talk to God. This is one of the, the things, one of the good things that came out of this epidemic. So I don't want to um, close my broadcast without um, doing uh, Romans ten nine. If you believe in your heart that Christ Jesus died and was raised from the dead and, and is Lord of your life, you shall be, you are saved. Thank you once again for joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Thank you. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for To be overcome by your presence, Lord